Servant Warrior Radio Real Radical Relentless Relevant This is Servant Warrior Radio Hello, welcome to the June 29th 2022 edition of Servant Warrior Radio. Jeff Searcy here, coming to you from the Southern Command Post in beautiful Marietta, Georgia, just a few minutes down the road from the reigning world champion Atlanta Braves, who remain on this unbelievably crazy tear. Um, they beat the Phillies last night, and they're now something like I don't know, 20 and 5 or some kind of crazy thing in the month of June. Um, my other team, my beloved Boston Red Sox, are are not too far from that, 19 and 6, I think, over their last 25. But they're up in Toronto, and uh, they're missing some guys and headed into a, a really tough series. I know they got the Cubs next, I think, and then, they're, then they got like 1,000 games uh, between – uh, the Rays and the Yankees, so it should uh, should be an interesting time over the next few weeks uh, for my guys from Boston. The world of golf is in absolute disarray uh, with this battle between this new Saudi-backed LIV circuit and the PGA Tour. You got Wimbledon in full swing and now trying to figure out what exactly they're going to do now that Serena Williams uh, has been beaten. We got the USFL ready to wrap up at you know, actually, when when I when I was thinking about that, I was just did I really say the USFL? Uh, anyway, that's that that's a subject and a conversation for an entirely different day. College football is coming; it is only a few weeks away. That means pro football and all their political antics are not far away. Speaking of political antics, we have entertainers screaming uh, absurdities at people, telling them not to listen to their music. And we have midterm elections uh, that are quickly approaching. So and th- those are just the first high point. I'm not even going to go through uh, the pages and pages and pages and pages of all the other things that are going on. I don't need to tell you uh, anything. Uh, you already know all the things that are going on. I know everybody who listens to uh, Servant Warrior Radio are up to date on everything. But most important, and the best thing that we have going today and every day is that God is still on the throne and at work in the lives of his people. Amen? So, I, you know, I, there's, I am not lacking. When I mentioned those other things, and there's so many things going on. I'm not lacking in things to talk about it. And so, but with that, I want to get into the focus for today's episode. But before I start, before I dive into talking about legislating from the bench, because, hey, listen, last week, generational Supreme Court decisions that were set forth. We're going to talk about them today, but I'm going to do it a little differently because here's the thing. One of the goals of Servant Warrior Radio, one, is to inform. Uh, I also I want to educate. I want to even you know, do some entertaining and offer some perspective and provide some things to talk about because I have opinions and perspectives about things. I have strong opinions and perspectives about things, and I will share them from time to time. When I do, I'll make sure I let you know, and I provide fair warning. But you know, everybody's got opinions. Everybody has an opinion. Most of them cannot even cohabitate within the same room. A lot of them can't even cohabitate in the same country, 
right? So, I mean, it's not that we're lacking in opinions and it's not that we're lacking in, in perspectives. So if everything that I did, if I, all I did every time I got on this microphone and I recorded a podcast and I posted it on and it goes out to, I don't know, 10, 15 different platforms. If all the, every time I did that, I simply just spouted my opinions that I am no different than like 95 and I'm, I'm being gracious here, 95% of all the other blogs and all the other radio shows and all the other things that are out there. I have no desire to be like the others. God gave me a vision for this podcast and radio show and, and things, and he put it on my heart to be different. So you know, if you want to know where I stand uh, on, on almost everything, I'm, I'm the ultimate WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. I make no bones about it. You know, it's not going to be hard to figure out where I stand on a lot of things that are going on. And if you truly want to do that, dive in. But it's more important to me to, to, to offer some perspectives that, that forces people to think. If, if you've listened at all or read any of my posts or read any of, of my uh, the things on my blog, I talk about common sense is no longer common and that critical thinking is in critical condition and no two things could be more true. We, we've lost the ability to, to look at things uh, in a broad sense and, and we have just our viewpoint and nobody else's means anything. It's just ours. And if, and if you don't agree with how I see things, and this, this is a thought, this is not what I'm saying, but it, it's, it's, it's as, as if I, I want everybody to be the same and I want everybody to, to think and, and be individuals. But as long as you think the way that I think, then everything is okay. If you think differently than I do, something is wrong with you. And you and I both know that that's not true, because if that's the case, then none of us could actually have a conversation with anybody. And we wouldn't be able to actually understand what somebody else is thinking if we don't even give any kind of credence to their perspective. And so I think it's really, really important that we start looking at things a different way. It doesn't mean you have to agree. And, and in fact, acknowledging Acknowledging that somebody believes differently, and in fact, acknowledging a viewpoint or perspective that you 100% disagree totally with is in no way, shape, or form condoning that perspective or the action or activity or whatever it is. But you, you can acknowledge without condoning, and that's a subject. We'll, we're going to talk about that on another episode of Servant Warrior Radio. We got some other things we're going to get into, but today I got I got to talk I got to talk about. The, the, a, a, a serious, a serious misunderstanding of our constitutional republic and our representative democracy. In other words, the way that our country, the United States of America, how it runs. Because I, I think there's a huge misunderstanding about what, what, what separation of powers, uh, the three branches of government and what their job and roles are. Because if we don't understand that, then we're going to be screaming from the mountaintops uh, a perspective that, one, doesn't have a whole lot of substance underneath it because we're, we're screaming and yelling about something uh, that actually shouldn't really be happening. And we're getting angry uh, at a process that we really should be embracing and celebrating in the fact that we, as citizens, actually have a role 
in impacting the things that are going on and the policies that are being made uh, and the laws that are being created. Because unfortunately, I think, like I said, I think there's a huge mis misunderstanding and we're going to get into it a little bit uh, today. I'm going I'm to talk about it and I'm going to give you an analogy uh, and we're going to look at some things and I'm going to provide a little perspective um, on the civic side. And listen, it's not a civic and, and I know that you know a lot of people run, they go, oh gosh, we're, we're going to have a civics lesson and we're going to do that. No, no. But it is going to be somewhat of a civic session. And, and I think that if we look at it, you can still have your own perspective. You can still have absolute just passion about uh, this issue or that issue. But I think it's really, really important that we understand how we operate and that we understand that just because something comes down the pipe that we don't necessarily like, that we don't attack the messenger, but we actually look at, okay, we got to understand the rules and we got to kind of understand um, the, the, the parameters and the lane in which we are driving in. And then if we don't like that, then we look at, okay, how do we actually then make changes? We're going to talk about it because right now, there, there's here's huge backlash from half of the country, and I don't know if it's if it's truly half of the country, but but there's a significant amount of people uh, in the country that that are really just up in arms uh, to to the Supreme Court for the decision uh, to to overturn the Dobbs decision from the state of Mississippi uh, about abortion and overturning Roe v. Wade. Now. I, it, you know, again, I, I'm not going to make any any misconception or anything about my position on that. But today, I'm not talking about my position on on the decision. I want to talk about the, the the lane in which and the responsibilities of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court does not exist to create policy. That is not the role of the United States Supreme Court and not the role of any federal court. The role of the Supreme Court is to determine the constitutionality of policies and laws, not to create them. And, and, and that's a huge thing. So let me, let me give you an analogy uh, that, that potentially could, you know, let me just, just throw a situation out there to hopefully help, help people to understand. So there was an accident uh, and, and somebody got, uh, you know, there was a car accident and they happen all the time. If you're, if, well, here in the, in, the, in the city of Atlanta and around, there's accidents about every 20 seconds, it seems. So let's say that, that there was a car accident and there was a, a, a suit filed uh, and it went all the way up and the Supreme Court decided to listen to a case involving an automobile accident and they looked at it and they went through and they said based on the due process clause uh, based on this level of freedom based on the citizenry and everything else that we are going to now set down a ruling that that it is unconstitutional to drive faster than 40 miles an hour because of the potential where it could violate somebody's civil rights, somebody's level of citizenship, and they gave a long list of things. If that happened, I will tell you that people around the country would absolutely go bananas. They would say it's not the role of the Supreme Court to set our uh, speed limit laws here in Arizona or here in Florida or here in Georgia or there in New York or wherever it is. That is the responsibility of the local governments and the state governments. And so as we're looking at that, they would go, yeah, that is a legitimate argument to say that's not the role of the Supreme Court to say that, that it is unconstitutional to uh, drive faster than 40 miles an hour. Now, 
before we go, before anybody goes completely crazy uh, and starts screaming and yelling and sending hate mail, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that this analogy and that setting a speed limit of 40 miles an hour uh, is is similar to to the Roe v. Wade issue. I, I'm not. What I'm I'm providing is is a perspective looking at the role of Supreme Court. So when we think about these and we think about the policies, whenever the Supreme Court renders a decision that kind of creates this quasi policy. That actually takes the, the, the citizenry, that takes our, 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 our literally our, our constitutional right as citizens of the United States. It takes us completely out of the, of, of the legal process or out of the process to have an influence on that because when we think about it, it, laws and policies, if it's a federal law, it is created by Congress, right? Our House of Representatives and the Senate. If it is a state law, it is created by the state legislature. If it's a local or city law, it's created by the city uh, city governments, whether that's a board of commissioners or whatever the, their political structure is. And so those are the ones who actually create the laws and the legal framework in which we live as citizens. Right. So but once you take the and, and a court starts to rule and create these quasi policies and laws that takes us out of the mix, us as citizens. If we don't like a law, we've got some options. One, we, we can either fire the people who are currently in office. That's by not voting them back in uh, and actually elect people who think more like us. Or we can go and we can we can petition. We can do a number of things. We, we can actually do the homework and do the work around of, of proposing an initiative and, and really do the work to, to uh, get the number of signatures and meet the requirements to actually get it on a ballot and have people vote on it. That's how our representative democracy works. That's how our constitutional republic, that's how it works. The Constitution provides framework, right? But in a legal perspective and, and to create policies and laws, it is not the job of the Supreme Court. It's not the job of any court to create policies. That's called judicial activism and both both whether it's a liberal uh, Supreme Court or liberal leaning Supreme Court or a conservative leaning Supreme Court, if they extend and they spread and stretch the constitutionality of a law and, and they try to force it and put a square peg in a round hole, that could very well be if they want to make a decision that has an impact to impact social uh, to try to uh, help or or remove or take away a social policy or influence social policy. That's judicial activism. And, and that's where it extends outside the control um, and the framework of the Constitution. When we think about judicial restraint, that's where they're actually looking at it and running through the filter of the actual Constitution. Uh, and I'm not going to get into the, the legal argument around any of the of the, the current decisions that have been posted out that I, I'm not going to do that uh, and just I'm just not the goal today is to provide more understanding of what the roles are if we don't like what if we don't like a policy that is there then you know what then let's do our part as 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 civic minded citizens of our country and work within the framework that that is created and given to us to influence. Does that mean that, that you can't go and protest? No, as long as you do it right, as, as long as you don't break the law. But matter of fact, it is against the federal law to try to influence uh, federal judicial decisions. Whether it doesn't matter whether it's a um, whether it's a, a religious freedom one or whether it's whatever, it doesn't matter. There, there are things that we have to do and we have to understand. It's called a rule of law. And without rules, 
then there is chaos. We, we love our, our Monopoly games, right? We like all the games. We like all our sports, right? And they all have rules associated with them. Otherwise, there's it's 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 kind of Katie bar the door and and according to whoever it is you know we've all played the games on the weekend where we go and and house rules right you got a set of rules but then depending on if you go to this guy's house or this guy's house eh, it's a different set and different here um you know, so again if you if you the rules are always changing it's really kind of hard uh to to have an understanding of what's going on and so again it's important for us to to realize the fact that if we if if we want to influence our national policies okay but also if we want to to influence our local and state laws that's where exactly that is called federalism federalism is our shared powers there are certain responsibilities that are undertaken um, by the federal government if you read the constitution which i encourage you to do read that it will share what the responsibilities of the federal government are Okay, what those responsibilities. And then there are other powers that are shared and there are other powers that are provided strictly to the states for them to handle. We, if we give all of the power to the federal government, then that no longer are we a constitutional republic and no longer are we representative democracy. We are a different form of government. Not going to get into that either. We'll talk about that on a future edition of Servant Warrior Radio. And so, again, I... Today's episode, and I, I'm, I'm going to get. I'm, I've, I've almost, I've had enough. I think civics lessons for today, but I, there's some uh, in the in some upcoming episodes. I am going to talk about some of the things. And I'm going to get a little bit more specific in some of these rulings and why. Regardless of your ideological perspective, regardless of your position on the issue, why we should start celebrating some of these rulings that are going, because what it does is it actually puts the power back into the hands of the people that should be taking care of it. The states, the localities, you know, again, the the, the role of the Supreme Court, and I'm going to say this the last time I'm going to say, well, last time I'm going to say this today, but I promise you there'll be other times to say the role of the Supreme Court is to determine the constitutionality of laws, of policies, of actions by the federal government. If we're talking about the Supreme Court of the United States, that's the job. It's not to create laws. The job of uh, to create laws rests with the with Congress. That would be the House of Representatives and the Senate. So let's make sure. Let's make sure that, that the arguments, you know, we can have passions, we can have absolute you know, convictions about certain issues. And, and I think that's the great thing about our country is that we can be. We can be passionate uh, about things that we believe in. We can be passionate about our convictions and we can want to share those. I mean, that is exactly how things happen. That's exactly one of the big, biggest reasons why we have 27 amendments, because people were fired up about things. And, and again, that is what makes our country great. But as soon as we get outside of the lanes in which our constitution and, and our governmental framework provides us, then that starts to, to get things, things start to get a little squirrely at that point. And so again, I, I want us to put, let's take a step back Let's look at this thing in totality and let's make sure that that as we start to look at things as they are happening and that we understand the framework and the rules in which we have to play by uh, and, and the framework in which we are governed. And then if you know that, see, here's the whole thing. If you know what the rules are, if you know uh, what you have to work with, then 
you can actually take steps to go and make change. You can't create new rules every time. If you already got a set of rules that exist, if you don't like those rules, that's fine. But you got to go about the, the actual proper way and the proper framework to actually get those rules changed. Just because you don't like something. Hey, listen, there are a lot of things that I don't like. A lot of things I jump up and down and scream and yell about. But also understand, if I want them changed, there's certain things and there's certain way to go about that. And there's certain way not to go about that. And we're going to talk about those in upcoming episodes of Servant Warrior Radio. Hey, but listen, here's what I got to tell you. We've got some great things coming in, in some future episodes. I've, I'm talking, I've got, I've got some that, that we're going to be putting up uh, with conversations with some very, very dear friends. Uh, and, and you're going to love to, to hear from them. Um, and, and you're going to hear their perspectives. And so here's some things. I'm, I'm not going to tell you they are. I'll, I'll let you know and you'll, you'll see them coming. But I think you'll really, really want to, to take a listen. And we're going to bring some different ones. We're going to we're going to bring all types of of, of folks and perspectives on because again, I, I want people to think. I, I want to do things differently. I, I you know I will poke the bear periodically, but my goal here is not to scream and yell and and to do all that. I want to provide information. And then I want people to think about it because the more that we own our perspectives and that we don't borrow them, there's a huge difference. What we're hearing now and what so many people that you, you, you see on social media and you hear screaming out, they are, they are spouting a borrowed perspective. Now, I'm not saying that everybody is. But I'm saying it's a borrowed perspective because somebody else is screaming it, so they're screaming it too. As soon as that perspective or that position is challenged, if it's a borrowed perspective or position, there's a pretty good chance that it's going to crumble because unless it is yours... If you own it, you can provide a, a reasoning behind it of why you believe it and why you own it. They don't have to agree with it. That's not the whole purpose. But the whole thing is, is that if we own our perspective, we can back it up. We can substantiate it. Why? Because it's ours. There's a reason why. Now, if your perspective uh, is very similar to somebody else's, that's great. We all have have their, their similarities across the board. That's you know, uh, was it birds of a feather flock together? I mean, so there are reasons why. But here, that this is my challenge to you, and this is the challenge to me, and this is a challenge to everybody. Own your perspective. Own it. Own your opinion. If you have one that's very similar to somebody else's, great. But don't allow somebody else to provide you your perspective or opinion. That's not what our country is about. That is not what individuality is about. We want people to be individuals, but we want the individuals to think like we do. That's not individuality. That's not. And we have to actually embrace and celebrate. And again, we don't don't have to condone the beliefs or actions of somebody else to acknowledge that somebody else has a differing opinion than we do. So I, I, again, I think it's, we, we're, we're becoming so just enamored with, with somebody and just so almost fanatical about somebody believing the same way that we believe. And if they don't, then we hurl insults and we cancel and all this. And listen, there is no no side of the ideological aisle has ownership of that. that. That's across the board. So again, my challenge to you and challenge to everybody, own your perspective. Do some thinking. Get listen, listen to listen to opposition. Listen to what's listen to somebody who who thinks differently than you. I challenge you to do that. That's tough. It's tough for everybody. It's tough for me to do. It's tough for all of us to do. But again, if we do that, 
it's either going to get, it's going to galvanize our perspective. It's going to give us what we need because we understand what, what somebody who is completely against us or something that we, we don't agree with. We understand at least an idea of what they're saying, or we actually think about ours and how we substantiate our own perspectives a little bit more, or it might even cause us to change our minds or even gives us some thought of, do I really believe what I believe? Now, that's a, it is okay to challenge our beliefs as long as we have a baseline and foundational set of understanding and principles by which that our, our viewpoints and perspectives, if, it keeps, if that keeps changing all the time, then we got a whole thing to talk about and a whole other issue that we have to address. And I'm going to address that in future episodes of Servant Warrior Radio. But I will tell you, uh, we got some great episodes upcoming. Uh, I've got, oh, if, if you haven't listened to the one I posted a couple of days ago, uh, this was, it was part two of a Life of the Highway series. Uh, I'm going to be posting part three uh, in the next day or so. That's going to be coming. That's a great, great series because, you know, life happens outside our home. Life happens on the road. Life happens, you know, when we're out in in the world. I mean, when we're out on the road and, and being on the road is a great thing. We just came off. We did a huge trip last week. We're all over the place. And I love how God throws different things on us. And it, it really forces us to, to make some decisions. And it also gives us insight into what is happening. It puts us in, in opportunities and positions uh, with circumstances and people that we may never come in contact with and it really helps broaden our own viewpoints um, and it gives us an idea of the world it gives us an idea of life outside of our homes and even challenges us a lot of times to take a different route than we normally would and then the really really awesome things that come from that so hey so again I want you to go back. Make sure you listen to the, our, our episode. Listen to, listen to all the episodes of Servant Warrior Radio. You're going to get those. Uh, you can also go to ServantWarriorRadio.com. You're going to get access to that. If you go to JeffSearcy.net, uh, you can actually access a lot of the older, I'm talking older, five, six, seven year ago uh, episodes of Servant Warrior Radio. I'm going to try to mix some of those in as well over the next um I don't know, six months, eight months, I like to interject and drop those in because it's been a long time since they're posted and they all have things that are 100% relevant to today. So I'll leave you with this. Understand where we are as a country. We live in the greatest country on the planet. Despite its flaws, despite everything else, what makes the country great is its people. Make sure that we don't lose sight of that. Make sure that we don't lose sight of what makes America great. American exceptionalism is, it is an outcome of the exceptional people that are here in our country. Hey, until next time, keep it real, radical, relentless, and relevant. I look forward to seeing you guys on the other end. This is... Yeah, yeah, yeah.